We made it. The regular season finale, week 18, preview and picks. And it looks like we have new scenarios here for the playoffs. Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game being canceled. We'll get through all of it on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. And of course, all the lines we mentioned on today's podcast as we make our picks through week 18. Uh, those lines coming from Bet Online. Okay, a couple bits of news here before we get going. Number one, just off the bat, fantastic <laughs> news this morning from Damar Hamlin. And yesterday there was a big turn in his uh, recovery. And so much so that by Friday morning, they had taken the breathing tube out. For DeMar Hamlin, and according to Buffalo Bills and the doctors and everybody involved here, DeMar Hamlin FaceTimed into the Buffalo Bills team meeting to talk to the players and coaches with the message of, quote, love you, boys. That's fantastic. <laughs> and like when, when we're looking ahead to this Bill, Bills game, I almost feels like feel like it's Bills by a million this week, right? I mean, like... Well, sure feels a, that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, your step, and I wouldn't be shocked at all if he's got a little recorded message for the for the boys again on, on Sunday morning. Oh, I'm sure there'll be something on the Jumbotron or whatever as well, too. So great news. It sounds like he's doing as well as we could absolutely expect. Very yes. cool that he can get in touch with his teammates and all that good stuff. And his fundraiser is going unbelievably well. And so a lot of good news, some good things coming out of this. So good stuff. We got a, a lot of games to cover, and it's going to be a frantic couple days for us. I mean, we got you know, we, we come back here on Monday. We'll know all the playoff situation, which is a little murky as we speak. It's Black Monday. I mean, there's a lot going on around the league right now. A lot going on. Yeah, yeah. there's some news in the coaching ranks uh, in the college game as well. Jim Harbaugh, we'll get into all that stuff. Yeah, national title game on Monday too. You yeah, know, right. oh, yeah, all yeah. kinds of good stuff. Um, and as we speak, as we record, we could not record after it because this is the time frame we have. But it's looking like the. The owners are together and betting on the new or uh, voting on the new scenario here mm-hmm. with uh, with what's going on uh, with a canceled now officially canceled Bills and Bengals game from that Monday night. That game will not happen. So that changes the dynamics of seating here on the AFC side of things. And uh, it's it's a long bunch of scenarios. I'm not going to get into all of it. It still has to be voted on. But it sounds like this is coming to a vote and, and is very likely to happen here, which essentially um, removes that game. And Matt, my big question with, with the scenarios and everything they're doing here in a potential neutral field and a potential coin flip in some scenarios. Yeah. Why is winning percentage not good enough? Yeah. I, I didn't quite get that either. You know, like why not just run it back with winning percentage and go from there. And so be it. One team plays one fewer than the rest or two teams play one fewer than the rest. Um, I'll be honest. I'm trying to, avoid this conversation a little because it's a little convoluted for me. And as we speak, the owners are chatting, so it might be different by the time people listen to this. So um, hopefully it's much clearer and the timing of our recording time has not been great for this, you know, so, so be it, you know, and it's a little hard to understand. 
I think one of the things that's clear that the league's trying to do, and, and we can treat it this way on the podcast as we go through and preview these games and make our picks, is that they're trying to make all these games mean something for the yes. Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens, the the Bengals. So uh, I think that's one of the big things we're seeing. But that, you know, they already had stuff in place for if games got canceled because of COVID. I don't know why they need to on the fly change the rules. They've already the rules are already there, right? Changing right, the right, right. same as like when they changed the rules about replay. Like they had rules in place. They're like, ah, this isn't the best rule. It's changing the offseason. I don't know why they need to go through this whole thing. But here we are. That game canceled. Not happening. Uh, basically, if the Chiefs lose and the Bills win, according to the new scenario. Buffalo is the one seed uh, and the AFC championship game will be in Buffalo. According to Tom Pelissero, if the chiefs win, the bills lose Kansas city is the one seed and the AFC championship game will be in Kansas city. Now, if the chiefs and bills both win and meet in the AFC championship game, that's where you get the neutral site. And we don't know what the neutral site would be yet either. So yeah, maybe it's, I don't know if they just stay in Glendale, Arizona for the uh, for the NFC Championship game as well. Maybe Vegas, which is close by, um, is something closer to both of the teams. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this answer. I just wanted to address it real quickly, though. Again, our timing's not great, but I think there's still a chance that eight teams in each conference could go. And when I thought about this yesterday, I, think I they thought. Squ- did they squash that? They squashed that idea. That was not okay. going to be part of the vote thought, at all yeah. with the eighth with the eighth playoff team. Yeah, I saw that as part of it too. Now, I I thought that's what they would do because you just because the revenue. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> They're like, hey, this is our chance. Let's get a little bit right. more money. Why not? Exactly. I mean, think about eight games on Wild Card Weekend. How much money that bring in? But okay, I'll, I'll, well, let's get into picking some games here, which is going to be a chore in itself. Who's playing? Yeah, who yeah, isn't? Yeah. You know. A lot of games. Let's start with Bucks Falcons. Some of these games mean right. less than others. I'm just going to roll those here. The Atlanta Falcons at home favored by four, and I think that's because uh, the Buccaneers, who are set now at the four seed, might not play a lot of players. They're preparing for that wild card weekend. So this game is, uh, you know, not much in the in the whole grand scheme of things here in Week 18. Right. There's some we could go over quickly. I'll lay the four points just because I think they'll play harder. I think it's a big Kyle Trask type of game, you know, which is all you need to know. <laughs> big tra- Kyle Trask versus Desmond Ritter in week 18. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, right. Uh, g- give me the, uh, you know what? Give me the Kyle Trask. Oh, okay. Buccaneers in the points in that one. Here we go. This is where things get really important here. We got the Patriots at Bills. We mentioned the Bills. I feel like I want to go Bills by a million. They're favored by a touchdown here in this game at home at 12 and 3. They've got the one seed to play for in different scenarios. Um, they've got the DeMar Hamlin thing, which is which is just great news. Everyone has a little extra hop in their step, uh, you know, hearing some of these guys talk about the situation. And the Patriots are a team that hasn't beaten good teams, and I don't think they're going to do it on Sunday. No. Uh, so do we know if it's, if the Chiefs win, are the Bills still have something to play for? I know we just went over this, but. So, I'm- yeah. So as I just mentioned there, what the scenarios are basically that it creates a, a tie situation with the Bills and the Chiefs if they both win or both lose. And that's okay, where okay. a neutral site comes in if those two teams meet each other in the AFC championship game. So if the Bills win, they have at worst a neutral field. But I think the Chiefs would still get the bye. Gotcha. And the Bills okay. wouldn't. The only way the Bills get the bye is if they win and the Chiefs lose. Okay. And then they're, then they're the one seed and home field and the bye. Well, I'm definitely going to lay the points here. The, the emotions in the Bills, home field, I think is huge in this one, considering all that's going on around this team. And, and even thinking about this game earlier in the week, 
I thought maybe a Case Keenum JV Bills team would win this game. <laughs> yeah, Bills by a million. That, that's yeah, all I'm going to say. Agree, yeah. I agree. And uh, nice run. Good job, uh, Patriots, for even getting to eight and nine on the season, if that is the case. The, the question here is seven points because, you know, Bills could they or the Patriots could they play it close, but I'm still going to lay the points. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Another big one here, Ravens, Bengals, and this is, I mean, we, we there's a scenario in this, Matt, which is what I don't love about all of this, which is why I don't understand why winning percentage can't be just the deciding factor here. It's simple mm-hmm. and easy. And, you know, it's kind of already been in place with the COVID stuff. But the Cincinnati Bengals are at home. They're favored by nine and a half points here against the Ravens, which is a good news for the Bengals. The Bengals are sort of the big losers in all of this with, with missing that game because they didn't have an opportunity to go win right, that right. game. And then, you know, just clearly – the, the Bengals could be the three seed. The Bengals could, the Bengals could win. The, the Bengals win the division. By the way, AFC North is the the Bengals. Is there, is there. No matter what happens here, but if the Bengals lose to the Ravens here, it creates a coin flip situation where even though the Bengals win the division, they're actually not at home, and the Ravens are at home by winning a coin flip next week in the wild card round. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It is. It is. And, and the Ravens, the Ravens though, though, are perfect. Per- they don't have they much don't to play for. Play Jackson's for. not going to play. play, but their defense, but their defense is still good. good. They could still keep this in close. close. Uh, I don't know how to pick. This I don't game. know how to. Pick I mean, this game. It seems like a it huge, like number, huge but number, but is Cincy going to rest Burrow Cincy if they're up ten Burrow. and we're going to lose this bet? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the game. So right. I guess I'll take the Bengals, but I would not pick this one at all. I mean, and um, Tyler Huntley is might not play in this. I mean, we're talking about third string quarterback for the Ravens possibly in this game as well. So, right. uh, who, who is, uh, uh, is it Anthony? Um, who is Brown. In the third string? Anthony Brown, right? Yeah. yeah he Anthony came Brown. in against the Steelers off the bench. Yeah. So even, I mean, it's hard for me not to pick the Bengals here, which is why they're favored by a lot. So give me the Bengals. My number. Right. Me it, too. It is, me too. Just one of those funky games that could, you know, end weird with guys sitting and, who knows? But I mean, third string quarterback for the Ravens. The Ravens got to get themselves right before they get to the playoffs. So hopefully they're in a bad right. spot. I mean, yeah, I don't they, like where they're at in terms of contending right now. And Lamar doesn't seem super interested in rushing back and all these things. They're in a weird spot. Here's a really interesting game to me. Obviously, the Miami Dolphins hosting the Jets. The Dolphins at eight and eight have an opportunity to fight for that uh, that wild card spot right in the AFC. So, so that's the big news for the Dolphins there. But the other news that's being reported this week, Matt, is that. Everybody, and we're talking head coach. He, I, Mike McDaniel was the golden boy of the, of the NFL when the Dolphins were eight and three, and they go on a five game losing streak, and now they're eight and eight. And uh, according to these reports, everybody's job is on the line if the Dolphins go eight and nine and end up missing the wow. playoffs here. And they are hosting the New York Jets, who are going to start none other than Joe Flacco uh, in week 18. Joe Flacco getting the start with Mike White out and Robert Salas saying that doesn't really do Jack Wilson any good to start this game. So we're looking ahead to 2023 with him. So it's going to be Joe Flacco and the Jets at the 8-8 eight and eight Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and yesterday when it looked like White was going to start, the Jets were, I think, a point and a half favorite, and now they're getting three. So things are changing dramatically. It's going to be Thompson versus Flacco. I assume they haven't ruled out Bridgewater yet, but uh, both these teams are on five-game losing streaks. You mentioned the hot seat situation in Miami. I think they're both going to play incredibly hard, even though the Jets don't have anything to really play for. You don't want to go out on a six-game losing streak. I I mean, if you're Robert Sala or any of those guys. So I'm going to take the Jets plus the points. I like the D, you know? 
I think I am too. I think they can at least keep this game tight and it should come down to the wire. I haven't liked the way the Dolphins have played. The fact that they're at home helps them, but I mean, yeah. you know, Flacco looked okay earlier on the season. He's not terrible, he right? Gets, you know. And it's better than Skylar Thompson for the for the Dolphins if that's the case or banged up Teddy Bridgewater even. So um yeah, I, I feel like I'm with you. You got to kind of take the points here. Yeah, uh, neither team really has a running game to lean on, unfortunately. So it's kind of a rough situation. Some huge games in the NFC we will get to, making the rest of the preview and picks for Week 18 next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It could not be easier. It could not be more fun to play Prize Picks, too, by the way. And I love how quickly you can make an entry and you see something, you're like, oh man, this is the game I want to get in on, no matter the sport. And less than 60 seconds later, it's that easy. Boom, boom, you've got your entry. And how easy is it? This is how easy. All you do, you pick two to five players. And if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money. On that entry, for example, you were looking at Joe Flacco and you're thinking, oh, man, he is going to light up the Miami Dolphins. I'm going more than the passing yard projection at prize picks. And then you pick um, another player because you need at least two, two to five players and you're done. And that's it. And you're going more or less than the, the projections available at prize picks, not just NFL projections either, because this is daily fantasy, right? You've got NBA, you've got golf, you've got tennis, college sports, hoops, men's hoops, women's hoops, uh, esports, cricket, disc golf, no matter the sport, MMA, boxing, you can find projections at prize picks and play daily fantasy. So download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com. Sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Thanks again, everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you're subscribed up to the locked on NFL channel on YouTube. That is the home of Peacock and Williamson. Also the home of the locked on NFL podcast, NFL key predictions every Friday and game to game episodes Monday with local insiders covering the weekend locked on NFL subscribe up on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go, Matt. All right, we're going. We're going fast here. We're, we're doing. All right. I think we're ahead of the clock now. Um, even though there's so much going on in the NFL here, as we approach Week 18, we've got the six and ten Carolina Panthers at the seven and nine New Orleans Saints. New Orleans favored by three and a half at home here. Both these teams probably a little disappointed here to end the year with the way their seasons have gone. Not much to play for, and not really anything to play for except for and for the Saints. Not even. Uh, not even <laughs> your draft position to right, play for right. in week 18. So another one that's really difficult to pick, obviously. I would just think that the Panthers with an interim head coach have more to play for. Darnold is more to play for. I'll take the points. Sort of a jobs on the line. Yeah. yeah right, for right, the Panthers. Right. Like, look, put your best on film because who knows who the GM, who knows who the head coach is going to be next year. Everybody playing for their next job, their current job with that Carolina Panthers and the Saints probably just disappointed. No, knowing there's nothing to play for. Uh, I, I kind of do like the Saints. I just d- not sure if I like them by a, any certain amount of points here. So it's a close one since it's three and a half. They still win by the field goal. You win if you're on the Panthers side. So give me the Panthers and the points. Yeah, I like that line for the for the Panthers. Like if this was two or something, I might take the Saints, but I'll take the three and a half. By the way, looking at the betting odds for Rookie of the Year, Chris Olave's had an awesome season. He can go over 1,000 yards this year. He's got 67 receptions for 982 and three touchdowns coming into this thing. 
And I think he's like fifth or sixth on the on the odds right now for getting rookie of the year. Looking at the odds, it goes, I think Garrett Wilson one, Kenny Walker two, Brock Purdy's jumped up to three, and then maybe it's a Lave four or five. And um, I can't remember who else is on the list. Maybe Drake London is up there at four or five okay, as okay. well for uh, offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. But I feel like that's kind of disrespecting what Alave has done, and nobody's really running away with that award. So it's an interesting one. I, and we do have a couple seconds here. I don't. Do you think? Do you think you know right now who you would vote for for offensive rookie of the year? And uh, oh, Kenny Pickett was up there. I think in the top five or six as well. I would think. Yeah. And actually, it was Kenny Pickett who was for Alave five. That's what it was. Okay. And okay. then Drake London, I think six. Um, um, and, and Brock Purdy has he played enough to even be in consideration? Because it's it's almost like if you would if Brock Purdy has played enough and he's a quarterback and he's on the quarterback of a winning team that's going into the playoffs. I feel like it's either you vote either he wins it or he's not even in contention in in some ways. I know. I, know. I, I mean, just watching the players, I think the two Ohio State wide receivers have had the best best year. To no fault of their own, their numbers don't blow you away. You know, I mean, if they were Packers, it would be, be you know, it would probably have much better numbers. And Olave missed a little bit of time. I think they're both going to be great young players. They're massive dynasty assets. We talk about that a lot. I'm going to sound super homerish, but doesn't Pickett have a better case than Purdy? I mean, maybe you and I can drop the gloves and fight on this one. <laughs> if the if the Steelers would happen to get into the postseason, I mean, they well, have two would- and six. The reason I brought it up is I was reminded of it because there was a couple of questions about some offensive rookie of the year stuff, specifically Purdy in our in our mailbag that we didn't get to. So maybe next week we'll have to have that conversation a little more yeah. once we see what happens in in week eighteen. I I, I mean, Brock Purdy's Brock, Brock, Brock Purdy has more touchdown passes, doesn't he, than Kenny Pickett? Oh, probably. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably. So. Pickett's numbers are terrible. Right, right, right. But he's played all year, and so that's a big question. That's what I mean. Like if if you get that team to the playoffs after being two and six. With a lot more snaps versus you know Purdy and it's it's a, honestly a very very down year for rookie of the year obviously right. and that's that's what opens the door for someone like Purdy in this odd right, situation right, right. is that nobody's really running away with it. If I had to guess and had to vote today, probably I'd say Garrett Wilson though. I think he would be my vote. Yeah, uh, Olave deserves. I mean, because that's really right. tight as well between Olave and, and Garrett Wilson even. So that's why I, I want to bring up Olave because he's not really getting talked about in it, but he he he's just as as. Uh, Likely, I think it, to win is as anybody. He's Deserve just it. as impactful as any of right. them, you know, yeah. without question. Speaking of Kenny Pickett and those potentially playoff Steelers, do, do you know the exact scenario right now for the Steelers to get into the playoffs here? Uh, Pittsburgh, by the way, favored over the Cleveland Browns in Week 18 by two and a half points. Yeah, it's an easy one. Steelers have to win. Bills have to beat the Patriots, which they're six and a half point favorites. And unfortunately, Flacco needs to be, needs to beat the Dolphins. So that wasn't great news in my hometown here that the, the line changed. But all are possible. I mean, I, I don't think any of them I, are crazy. That's not crazy at all. That's not no. impossible. And so the and obviously the Steelers have to do their job here. And yeah. they're only favored by two and a half points here. The Browns are a weird team. I, I can see them running the ball a little bit, and because uh, I know the Steelers weren't good at, run, at stopping the run earlier on in the season, but. I, Clearly, things changed once T.J. Watt got back in the lineup. Yeah. There, you know, you get some games under under Kenny Pickett's belt. And uh, what, what does the Steelers team look like right now on this winning streak versus the Cleveland Browns team? Yeah, I mean they're they're playing a very simple, long, sustained drives, four yards a clip, much better defense, not making mistakes. Pickett's getting more and more comfortable. 
And I think that's a good formula against the Browns. Browns run defense might be the worst in the league, especially right up the middle where the Steelers are running the most. Uh, Watson is all over the place, although it worries me a little that he played his best half as a Brown in the most recent, the second half against Washington. But some of these teams like Cleveland and Miles Garrett are talking all week that we want to, we want to end the Steelers season. That's great. But by the third quarter, your elbows hurting and you're losing by three. Like yeah. it's about, uh, it's, I think it's easy to pull Miles Garrett and Cooper and Chubb and guys like that out on some of these teams. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the Steelers have a lot to play for still, unless they find some, unless they get some news about something uh, that happens. Uh, although they're playing in the in the uh, ten a.m. West Coast, one a one at one p.m. East Coast, so not nothing's going to be decided until for their fate until the the very end of the game. Maybe they would get word on something like that. And if I'm not mistaken, looking at the bet online lines here, this line has actually moved in the Browns' favor, wasn't it? Three points earlier on in the week for Pittsburgh. Uh, at one point I saw it was one it's, it's moved around quite a bit and I don't know why, because it's, it's just, I'm sure the betting money coming in, but oh, maybe the, it's gone the other way then. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Last yeah, I saw the Steelers were giving one and then you said it's a two and a half. Is that two and a half right? is what I'm looking at okay. right now. I don't think it's been over three. Give me Steelers by a field goal. I mean, me too. Me too. That's something to play for and they're playing better ball than the Browns are. And they're at home, and you know, yeah, they're home, and, right? Yeah, right. They're playing. They're playing better than the Browns right now. Is this another first? And by the way, you nailed it last week. You said first to fifteen wins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another one of those for the Steelers. Uh, I can see a little more points in this one. The Ravens D is better than the Browns D, so I think this is first one to twenty wins, which is the exact Steeler formula. Los Angeles Chargers at ten and six are at the four and twelve Denver Broncos. Denver favored by three at home here, which tells me everyone's sitting for the Chargers. Yeah, I, I I thought the Chargers had something to play for, so they can get the AFC South champion. Like you want to be the five seed in the AFC, but I guess that's not true. I guess I think they have. Yeah. I think they already have it locked up. I think you're right. Similar to how the New York Giants are locked in in the. NFC, mm-hmm. I think it doesn't matter for the Chargers. So it's much more important for them to be healthy than um, than put anybody on the field here Sunday. I guess I'll lay the points at home. I mean, I'm sure Chargers will rest everybody. Wilson and company and an interim head coach have a lot to play for, you know, in terms it's, of his reputation. And, you know. and a lot of these coaches are a little bit coy. Sometimes you think they're going to sit guys and all of a sudden the first team runs out there. And then sometimes uh, they just, you know, early on in the week, they let you know what's going on with who's sitting and who's not sitting. So we don't know exactly at this point Friday, who's going to be starting and who's going to be not, but you're guessing in a lot of ways. And, and I, I think the Vegas folks give us a lot of hints on, on what's happening. When you see a line like the Broncos, right. I feel goal in this game. No, I think that's the best way to look at it is right. let's just trust Vegas on this one. They're going to know better than us, but I wouldn't touch it. Cause I still don't like no. uh, whoever's playing quarterback for the, for the chargers. Although the interim bump yeah, has, has struck once again, they were respectable last week. Right. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got some more games, including Giants, Eagles, and the one seed up for grabs in the NFC, as well as the seven seed. And of course, all the lines we referenced today are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for not just sports betting, but information, stats, news, 
and analysis this season and every season. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Of course, tons of NFL props and you're talking draft bets and you know Super Bowl bets and futures bets and who's going to get fired bets and who's going to get hired and who's going to get the next team for anybody to play on. Uh, Derek Carr's next team. All kinds of odds and lines and props at bet online for the nfl but nba college basketball as well college bowl season got it all at bet online and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at bet online as well so always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information get over to bet online right now on mobile or desktop devices to learn more bet online where the game starts speaking of sitting and starting the Giants are an interesting one because earlier yeah. on in the week, uh, right after last week's games, Brian Dable was asked about this week, and he's like, oh, we we play to win games and fight, and, you know, kind of gave one of those um, answers. And then as the week's gone on, everyone's kind of like, yeah, I don't think that's really going to be the case. I think they're <laughs> right, locked right. in, and the, I think, you know, cooler heads prevailed, and they're like, wait a second, we there's nothing that can happen for us beneficially in the uh, seeding if we win and play in this game. On the other hand, the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts has been limited all week. I, I feel like he's got to get out there and play, but th- that's not a guarantee yet from anything that I've seen. But the Eagles are favored by 14 at home here. If they win, they got the one seed. If they lose and the 49ers win, 49ers get the one seed. Or if they lose and the Cowboys win and the 49ers lose, the Cowboys get the one seed. So one There's a lot to play for. Yeah, and, and the Eagles could still end up with the five or the uh, the – Five I'm seed, sorry, yeah. the five seed, the Giants are locked into the six seed. Okay. So the Eagles are going to win. They're going to control this game. I have no doubt about that. But if you're winning by 14 in the fourth quarter and this thing's in hand, are you going to ask Fletcher Cox to go out there and A.J. Brown, let alone Hurts? You know, like, I have a hard time believing some of these teams are going to cover by a ton because if you're up that much, why not pull Mahomes? Why not pull Allen? Why not pull Hurts? You know what I mean? So I'll take the points. Right. And I feel like, yeah, take the points. And are, I mean, are, are the Giants going to sit Richie James, who's been their number one receiver? You know, like Saquon Barkley. No, yeah. Barkley yeah. and Jones. Yeah. But yeah. And so um, I feel like the, the the line is maybe a little bit too much. I could see a huge blowout win for the Eagles for sure. But sure. Yeah, I feel like I want to take the points here. I feel like we're agreeing too much on most of these also. But um, I also and, don't feel strongly on any of them this week. And we still don't. <laughs> And we still don't know if Hertz is for sure going right, to play right, or how right. much he plays. And you're right. Like, I feel like it might be a preseason situation for Hertz. It's like they hope they play him in the first half, hope they get up big and then sit and him down because you still don't want him to be hurt, but you don't want him to be rusty either and have not played for a month. Even if you do get the one seed and you're playing the division round and, and you come out slow, then that's how I bet it goes, which doesn't mean they still can't cover 14, but I'm getting my older guys and most important guys out of that game. If you're up heavy. Uh, another 14-point underdog here is the uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. J.J. Watt's farewell game at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this is a, a similar thing for the 49ers. They're playing for a one seed. And if you're a team that the two seed versus the one seed, that's like winning an extra playoff game. So you got to play. Mm-hmm. But for the 49ers, if they find out the Eagles are up big or if they certainly or if they suddenly get up big or, or down big or whatever, then I think you got to pull Debo. You got to pull. McCaffrey uh, for sure, McCaffrey for sure. Bosa. Yeah. Maybe not Brock Purdy, but if you start pulling offensive linemen, then you got to pull your quarterback too. And mm-hmm. Trent Williams maybe is the guy you would want to pull. So uh, that, that's going to be an interesting one, which makes the fourteen points uh, a little bit more dubious. If they, you know, if it, if this was a straight up uh, playing game and 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 win, and that's it, then maybe I. 
it's just a tough one. You know, JJ Watt could give them problems in his away game, but uh, in, in his uh, uh, farewell game, but you got David Blau starting for the Cardinals. I, I, it's hard for me not to just give up the points here for the 49ers, even though it's 14 is a lot. Yeah, everything applies to the same giant eagle conversation we just had. But this time I'm going to lay the points because I just think Arizona could just be thinking about golf reservations the whole time. You know, like yeah. I, I think they've cashed it in, you know, and having very little effort involved by NFL standards. Yeah, and sometimes Black Monday becomes Black Sunday on the plane back to right, the right, right. You know, one of those things. And so kind of writing's on the wall there for the Arizona Cardinals. Agreed. We got the Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks have an opportunity to get the seven seed. They need some help. They need to win against the Rams, which I think they can do, favored by six. And I've got no problem giving up those points. I think the Seahawks can come out hot in this game. And then they'll be closely watching Sunday Night Football with the Lions-Packers because they would need the Lions to then beat the Packers. Yeah, I like what the Rams are doing. I mean, considering how they bottomed out, they have not given up the ship. And Mayfield has a lot to play for. Seattle has some injuries, including Lockett. But I'm with you. They have so much more to play for. I think they win by six or more. Cowboys still have a path to the division in the yeah, one yeah. seed, and they're taking on rookie quarterback Sam Howell and the Commanders, favored by seven on the road. I'll lay the points. I, I like where Dallas is at. I don't like where Washington's at. Sam Howell, can't, I mean, is that going to go well? Probably not. Probably not worse than what we saw last week from Wentz anyway, oh, but that no, still no, no, no. was not good. So that's, that's not a high bar. Right, uh, right. Just, you know, um, and probably a get-well game for that Cowboys defense as well against the Commanders and a rookie quarterback. So, yeah, get, I'll give up the points to take the Cowboys. I think we've agreed on every single game. I think we have, which I have not have a lot of conviction on any of these. I'll How about this one? Sunday night, Packers win, and you are in. What a run for the Packers to uh, get into the playoffs. If they do win, the Lions could get in as well. If the Seahawks lose, this becomes a play-in game. And if not, the Lions would still, I'm sure, very much love to knock out the division rival Packers either way. So this should be a good one with the Packers favored by four and a half Sunday night to end the regular season. Yeah, I like this game quite a bit. It's a good finale. Hopefully the Lions have something to play for. I'm not rooting against Seattle, but I would like this game to be as meaningful as possible. Green Bay at home. I'll take the Packers. I think that's a good number, but I like Green Bay in this one. Lions won the first one, uh, Packers yeah, win yeah. the second one, and the Packers get in and win by six. That's my okay. prediction. We're just going to agree night. on all of them. But uh, those fighting Dan Campbells, man, you cannot count them out, and they would be a pretty fun story to be in the postseason as well. So I can't wait to see how this season ends Sunday night. I like that the league put this game on Sunday night football, and uh, I will be eating my popcorn and very tuned in to this one as well as every game. And, of course, Matt and I will have all of the reactions from everything that happened, any of the firings on Monday right here. Peacock and Williamson. <laughs> 